702 presents the Locked and Down podcast with Cindy Paluta in association with the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because help is at hand. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening from me, Cindy Paluta, to everyone listening to this Locked and Down podcast right now. During this 21-day lockdown, I've received many emails, DMs on Twitter and Facebook from all of you. You've opened your hearts and bared your souls and I'm so grateful to you. And I'd like to take this opportunity to remind everyone that the South African Depression and Anxiety Group helpline is open 24 hours a day and the number is 0800-456-789. It's so important that the people you have around you are a great support. And that's why there's one message I got via Instagram overnight that really affected me. I won't give out any names on this podcast, but it goes, Hi, Cindy. Thanks a million for the daily podcasts to keep me sane. We are four in our house, my wife and two kids. Today is too much. The insulting from my wife to such a degree that I'm willing to go walk in the streets and get arrested for violating lockdown rules. Otherwise, I don't know what else I'll do to myself. And so once again, if you find yourself in a similar situation to this one, please reach out for help. And here on the Locked and Down podcast, I've called on clinical psychologist, Kalinda Linda, to talk us through how important it is for us to have a great support system. So Kalinda, thank you so much for joining me on this Locked and Down podcast. Great to be here. And thanks for what you're doing, because I think it's especially pertinent with today's topic. Yep. I hope if anything from this podcast, people are starting to see the value of how important mental health is, something I've preached for a while. And while we know it's what the country needs, that we are all in isolation at the moment and we have to be isolated. It's the only way we can beat COVID-19. But why is this actually such a bad time for us mentally as humans to feel so isolated? You know, I think nobody likes the concept of having no choice. And if you think about the word lockdown, you know, it's used in the prisons. And I think that's exactly how we feel. So if somebody gave us a degree of choice or we felt that we had a bit of flexibility, we probably all feel better. But, you know, on the other hand, nobody wants to die. So I'm very pleased I'm not the president having to make these horrible, horrible decisions. So I think we need to get into the more problem-solving side of things because humans are very social creatures, even the introverts. And so this is where it becomes really important to keep connected. We joke about being introverted and extroverted. And if you look, we've discussed this in one of the previous podcasts, where if you look up the true meaning of introvert, it's not what people think it actually is about, you know, being quiet at parties, etc. It's actually about giving away your energy and where you get it from, etc. And strangely enough, I'm introverted. But the one thing that this lockdown has proved is that it hasn't given you the choice of whether or not you want to stay home. You have to stay home. Whereas sometimes as introverts, you choose to stay home. And it's exactly that. You use the word lockdown. It feels like it is an absolute prison. So you would have heard that message that I got overnight about this, this man who's stuck in his house with his wife, who's insulting him, etc., mm-hmm. etc. And this just comes down to support and the need for good support around us during this time. So first, I just want to talk about what support is. And um, many years ago, I did my doctorate on breast cancer and anxiety. And, you know, so I was researching what is the prognosis and what are the factors and what buffers the anxiety. And there were things like, you know, family and good health and spirituality. But there was this thing called social support that kept coming up. And I thought, what on earth is that? And it was way up there. It was always in the top three of people who had the best outcomes. And what they were showing was that when you have decent support systems, and I'll unpack those for you just now, it's a massive buffer in terms of being a resource for all the stresses and strains and demands that are coming in. 
So the fact that this person reached out is great because quite rightly, what you're doing is a form of social support. So it is what it says it is. And the word social. So yes, whether you're introverts or extroverts, and I agree, I'm also one, but still it's nice to connect just a little bit. <laughs> so it is about connecting with people in different forms, which I'm going to take you through in a moment. I'm surrounded by quite a few families. I've got one where the wife's a doctor at Baraguanath. So, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's a massive strain because the person in that home becomes almost a one-parent household because the country's called for the doctors and nurses to be on call 24-7. The same with our policemen, the same with our essential services, our pharmacists, etc. You know, we see them in the streets and stuff, but we don't realize at home there's a whole family who has to exist without those people being around. Exactly. So I'm going to take you through the five kinds of social support and then maybe we can just look at how do we specifically lock down, use those. The first is emotional support. And what we're doing right now counts as that. So emotional support is where you've got a safe place to vent your emotions. So, you know, I'm an eldest and I'm fairly practical, but even I have the odd meltdown. (laughs) <laughs> and it's really helpful when you've got somebody and my daughter gives the most amazing hugs of everybody. But, um, you know, I have many people in my family who can hug me and pets too. So I'm very lucky to have that. And the key is it's a safe place where you can just kind of be irrational and stupid. And what if we're all going to die? And all those things that we're thinking. So, you know, you need just a space where somebody's not going to judge you and not going to tell everybody and no strings. They're not going to say, oh, you must do this or this. I think that's really important to not just expect from your partner or just from one person. So try and identify a few people. And this is where places like SADAG and Lifeline come in, where you can actually get that online forums where you can kind of express. But if you are going online for the emotional, maybe just limit it because after 10 minutes, it might be feeding the wrong thing. So that's the first one. Then the second one is practical or hands-on. And the analogy I used before this corona thing was if you're moving house, the practical one comes and hangs your curtains for you and brings you tea and helps you pack, where the emotional one is where you can just freak out about something that got broken. So we do need both. And before corona, we could actually hire the practical or barter, but you know now we have to be a bit more careful and do it ourselves. And then the third one is esteem. And this is incredibly important for the people who are working in the front lines, in the hospitals, who are coming to collect the garbage, who are stocking the shelves. I think they're often just invisible. And esteem support is basically saying you're worthy, irrespective of your social status, what you have, all of that. Sometimes you can get it from family, sometimes in a religious circle, um, but you always want to try and get a bit of that. Then the fourth is information. And that is where you get guidance and feedback and inputs. And the key here is to get reliable sources. So I know we always go to Dr. Google and that's fine. But if we're doing Dr. Google, also try and get, you know, one or two credible sites or people and limit it as well. And I always use triangulation, probably the only thing I remember from staff, um, which is you're going to get at least three sources, you know, get that feedback, get that information, get that guidance. And the last one, which we can all find, is companionship. So there were lots of studies done on old people, you know, sort of in their 70s, 80s, who were just forgotten in homes and things. And what they found is when they gave them a plant, just to care for and just to be in the room with them, their health shot up. You know, the depression got less, anxiety got less, health was amazing, immune function, listen up people, was so much better. So whether you have a plant, whether you have an animal, even if you're starting with someone to see their animal every day, that is fine. 
The companionship is incredibly important. And for us introverts, of course, books, Netflix, that sort of thing, that kind of works as well as a companion if you're on your own. But that one we can find because the whole world is in the soup together. So actually, even if you're two meters away from someone in a shop and you see them, you know, scurrying in and out to get lettuce, that's still a companion. You talk about getting the right information from three sources and it's catch 22 because mm-hmm. you need the companionship. So my go-to for um, companionship will be WhatsApp because that's where my friends are. And I have maybe one or two groups that I can truly vent on. As you say, you need to have, you need to be able to vent wow. somewhere, almost a zero judgment zone. But at the same time, yes. the WhatsApp groups can be where all this false information comes from. Sure. I have seen some really interesting things on WhatsApp around COVID-19 in the last uh, two weeks and that can be consuming because it takes energy to read through something because oh what has this person sent me click on it open it oh what nonsense I've wanted to leave so many groups but you know you don't want to offend so many people it's such a tricky time what you bring up is really important you know you want good social support so you know this person who you got the message from reached out to somebody who's actually taken it seriously and we're doing a whole topic on this so you know i think we need to use our discernment a lot of parents complain about tech and their kids are always online and gaming and we worry about social media and and all the negative parts of tech But there's a massive upside, which is that you could be sitting in a country completely at the other end of the world and be logging in or connecting or talking to family or an online forum that's really good for you. And then what you were saying about closer to home, the WhatsApp groups and things, you know, every now and then we see a dumb thing or sometimes we're the one posting the dumb thing. And we're probably not as tolerant as we used to be, sense of humor failure. So we we need to then think, okay, maybe I need to mute this for a little bit and just connect with people, you know, out of the group for a little bit. Um, I think at the moment, everybody's up in the air. So the normal circumstances, yes, maybe leading a group or muting it, people get upset. At this moment, I think we're all just trying to survive. So we've got to use tech in a way that's going to be good for us. That's going to be a support. So what would you say, just in finishing off, what would your top tips be for people who maybe don't have the right support at the moment? How can they, you know, rise above this and almost get the right support? Okay. So if somebody doesn't have access to a lot of tech, I would always recommend something spiritual, whatever that's going to be. You know, whatever you were brought up with or go on a mission, find something like that because that's private. That's inside you. So that's if you absolutely have no support and you can't find at this moment. For others who maybe have a a bit more um, resourcefulness, I would say if you ever, you know, we know the difference between when you're completely alone and when there's some other companionship. So that's probably the biggest tip of all, which would be get online if you're not getting it in your house. If you have your pet, hang out with your pet. You know, my dogs are right next to me in their basket and they think it's heaven. So just having them there makes a difference. So definitely reach out. I think that's probably part of it, that you will find places like Sadag. You will find things online where there are others in the same boat as you. And I'm seeing that on some of the groups I belong to, where people are reaching out. And it's just so heartwarming to see the kind of support coming from strangers. But like I said earlier, we're not strangers anymore, are we? You know, we're all in this thing together. So no one actually at this point is really alone. One of the beautiful parts 
of lockdown is that is that we've suddenly started to care for people. One of the beautiful things that has come down out of this, you know, out of this lockdown is people are actually remembering to check on each other. I, th- I think that's an excellent point. And I almost want to say we're all becoming more human again. We're not looking at where's the next holiday or all of the lifestyle things, shall we say. And we've seen that no one's immune, you know. Lots of people have got this ghastly thing. And I think what we're realizing is we're all actually human at the end of the day. So if we're reaching out, there's always going to be somebody who's going to be there to want to reach back. And that's what I really want to encourage people to do, you know, just try. Thank you so much for your time, uh, Kalinda. It's been an absolute pleasure and honor speaking to you. Do you have a social platform or are you on social media or any way that people can contact you if they need to? Yes. Um, if they like, they can just go to my website. So it's kalindalinda.com. Kalinda with an A, Linda with an E, but you'll find me online. I am still working online and I'm sending out a weekly newsletter. So if anybody wants to subscribe, you don't have to be my client. Feel free to just drop me a mail. All my contact details are on there and I'm posting useful things that I'm finding as well. So I've got this weekly thing that I'm sending out because it's good for me, good for everybody. And yeah, whatever practical things I can find, I'm putting in there as well. And of course, my sense of humor, you'll see it coming through. So if you want to subscribe to that, please do. That's amazing. Um, Thank you so much for your time. And once again, to everyone who's listening, you're not alone. We're all in this together. I will continue to do the best I can to get you the best advice as we all navigate our way through this new thing called lockdown. Stay safe and stay home. And once again, thank you always for listening. Help is at hand during this lockdown. Call SADAC between 8am to 8pm on 0800-567-789 or visit sadag.org before it's too late. For more episodes of the Locked and Down podcast, visit lifepodcasts.fm.